Yo, what is up, everybody? It is Josh back here again with another episode of On Top Sports Podcast. And it's been a, been a minute, it's been a couple days, but I'm here recording another episode for everybody. And today's episode is going to be on this past NFL season. I know it's been it's been a week or two. It's been like two weeks now since the NFL season ended. But, you know, I wanted to recap it, you know, say what I thought, the things that we learned, players that broke out, players that maybe like not busted but just didn't go to the potential people had for them, teams that did the same, teams that boomed, teams that busted. So we're, I'm just going to share my opinions and, you know, what it means for next year and just what this season meant for the NFL. And, yeah. The first thing I'm going to talk about is actually a player who is maybe the most improved player, if they had that award in the NFL, and probably the most improved player. One of my favorite players to watch, maybe my favorite player to watch, Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. So, you know, I have his stats up here. And just to represent how much better he got, so 2019, um, his passer rating was 85.3. Good, not great, you know. And then in 2020, MVP candidate season, 107.2. Completion percentage, 58.8. 2019, 2020, 69.2. Keep in mind, this guy has been getting better every year. Like, his first year, 67.9 passer rating and 52.8 completion percentage. So this guy is getting better and better every year. And I, I'm, I'm not going to like lie. Like I actually was a big fan of this guy, like coming out of college. And, you know, like I drafted him as my backup for my fantasy in 2019. And, you know, he didn't play great. He played well. You know, he was my bench quarterback. I think I, he was behind. forget who was behind last year. But um, I did not have him on my team this year. I wish I did. But, you know, he just completely went crazy this year. And he could have won the MVP. Um, he was my pick for the MVP. And, you know, I know they did get, um, like, a top 10 MVP candidate in Stefan Diggs and an all-pro um, wide receiver in Stefan Diggs. But like to because he didn't have as many options, but he still had some really great, um, really great receivers like John Brown before that, and I think Josh Allen completely went crazy this year, and yeah, I think that he's one of, he, him in the future will continue to get better. I don't think it was like a fluke season. I think him in the future will totally continue to get better. Um, maybe not like better from this year, but will continue to produce at the rate that he's playing play at the rate that he's already playing. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of his. The next thing I do want to talk about is the Super Bowl champion of this past season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so before I start talking about them, I want to say it's not just about Tom Brady, but I am going to bring up Tom Brady um, because when you're talking about any team, you're going to naturally bring up the quarterback. I'm going to try not to talk about him more than I would talk about a regular quarterback. So, yeah. All right. So, what I think for them in the future, because, you know, usually a team that wins the Super Bowl will come back the next season, at least make the playoffs, if not make the Super Bowl or the conference um, the, the conference finals, you know, so, or conference championship in football, sorry. Um, you know, 
So what I think about them going into next season, I think they'll be good. They're good. They'll be good because Tom Brady is saying he's going to come back, and I believe he's going to come back. Um, I believe he'll be good. Um, and you know the main thing is just the team that he went to was like great. Like I know they didn't make the playoffs before he came there, but you know I, I say this a lot. They got better with age. Devin White coming on um, for his first year played well. Second year played on an all-pro level, all-pro first team for Devin White. You know, guys like, uh, who, who's, what's the other guy's name? The, the linebacker the linebacker crew, um, the linebacker core is the best linebacker core in the NFL. There's no debating that. And my opinion, their receiver core is the best receiver core in the NFL. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, those, that, that was like, Top five, but even before, even and Chris Godwin's getting older. Mike Evans getting older, which is not necessarily better for him. But Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Scotty Miller, you know, all these guys are great receivers. And Antonio Brown getting picked up, Leonard Fournette getting picked up. Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette were top five players in that, um, in that uh Super Bowl game. So it's like that team is a very skilled team. That team's gonna come back and be stronger. Maybe not stronger, but it's going to be strong. It's going to be out of the gate, great team. And I, I'm not going to say who I think is going to win the NFL, uh, win the Super Bowl, because that's going to be absurd. There's a lot of free agents, there's retirements, there's trades. That's absurd for me to say. But I think if the league does not switch around, they are a Super Bowl contender. Maybe, maybe not the number one Super Bowl contender, but they like will at least. Be like at least be a playoff team, maybe a wild card team, but definitely be a playoff team in my opinion. That team is just absolutely stacked all around the board. Their offensive line was impeccable la- um la- a couple of weeks ago at the Super Bowl and throughout the whole playoffs. And you know, but uh, you know, they showed that that momentum really helped that team. It's the second half of that season came off three wins, did not um, three uh, three and one at one point, and then did not lose right after that. So I think that was great. All right, the next player I am going to be focusing on is Grandpa Aaron. That means I am referring to Aaron Rodgers. At his extreme age of 37, I'm joking. You know, I know there's a lot of people older than 37 listening to this. Whatever. (laughs) Okay, so um, he came off his third MVP season and probably his best season ever. Maybe the 2011 season is probably better. But this is a top three season for him of his career. That was a loaded career. And um, I just, um, so there's a lot of debate whether what's the future for him because everybody thought he was going to slowly decrease the past three years. He's been phenomenal, phenomenal the past three years, but been slowly de- decreasing from his prime, quotations, prime years. Um, also, oh, I just want to say that congratulations to Aaron because I know he did get married today. Breaking news. No, not breaking news. But I saw an alert, whatever, on ESPN. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, I think for the future for Aaron, um, Aaron Rodgers, I think I think there's no there's no point in winning the MVP and stopping anytime soon. Like, like why? Like having the best record in the NFC and with the MVP, you know, no, it's not like nobody's questioning if he if he retires today because he's still thirty seven, and Tom Brady has shown that you know when you're thirty seven you got a bunch of years still left in your tank, but you know 
I think there's there's nothing left. There's nothing in this game. You know, uh, four thousand two hundred ninety-nine passing yards. So that's four thousand three hundred passing yards. Forty-eight touchdowns, which is like bazonkers, a crazy amount. Uh, the most of his career by far. Uh, only five interceptions, which is ridiculous, and a passer rating of one twenty one point five, which is the second highest of his career, and seventy point seven completion percentage, which is also the second highest of his career. So having numbers like those compared also to your amazing career so far, why not keep going? You know, go keep it, go keep going. Uh, Keep uh, keep going as many years as you can. I know, like you you could be he could put be in a top five, top three, even um uh, quarterback of all time conversations if he keeps up where he's going with MVP this year. So I think a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you know, especially with Devontae Adams, maybe the best receiver he's ever played with. Um, you know, being like at his prime and being absolutely incredible and. Maybe the best, maybe the best receiver in the league. I think you know, keep going, Aaron. So it's not as fun to make a video if I can't talk about my own team and my own team's the New York Giants. Um, I know they may be the most boring team in the NFL right now, but uh, but you know, it's still interesting to talk about them. Now, Saquon Barkley, you know, top three running back in the NFL. From what we've seen of him getting injured for the whole season, two years straight, which is kind of sad. You know, it feels like we're wasting a bunch of years of his career. And, you know, hopefully he's back healthy for the majority of the season, at least next year. And Danny Dimes, you know, hopefully he'll step it up. He's been showing some good amount of potential. You know, the throws he makes, I feel, are really smart decisions. That's what I like about watching him play. Just I think he's a smart passer. It's just our receivers aren't great, and yeah, and you no, know, the throws aren't amazing, but the throws he attempts to make are well, are good, good decisions. And I don't know, I mean, there are rumors about us picking up JJ Watt, you know, because the whole Texas Texans thing, where JJ Watt wanted out, Texas on um, Texans said fine, and they 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 pretty much dropped him both ways, and you know they're. It's not like that. The highest, the most, most, uh, what's the word? The most popular spot that people, the analysts think he'll go. But the but people, he may go here. He may go that uh that defensive line will be scary. That that pass rush will be absolutely devastating for a quarterback to see. JJ Watt, um, Leo Williams, you know Dexter Lawrence, all coming at you. Um, that's our, that's our, um, you know, well, everybody knows that's the best part of our game, our pass rush. Offensive line is absolutely awful. You know, like everybody knows that it's disgusting to watch our offensive line. But I don't know, man. You know, the main things is get Saquon healthy in the job number one. You know, you know, you know, well, uh, get Danny Dimes better than Jones better, you know. Uh, focus on that uh, deep ball accuracy because he throws three-yard passes, you know, three times three is nine, and then we'll punt it. So, you know, get that deep ball accuracy up and, you know, 
getting guy getting guys just to to step up the game more to show that we we are a playoff team. We got snubbed from the playoffs. I'm gonna say 50 million times. The Eagles snubbed us from the playoffs. They would have won that game if they tried. And you know, every, like there's you know evidence that showed that they didn't try. We 100 would have won that game. And so to show that we deserve that division, because Washington's gonna be better next year too. Washington's been a great team this year. Even though our in that awful division, it gives us a boost to to, to being a playoff team than any other division. So yeah, that that's that's what we need to do in this offseason, in my opinion, to be a playoff team. And then there was one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but there is one left, and the last thing I am going to be talking about is the rookies. Rookies this year, you know, like uh, you know, it's interesting to talk about the rookies and see how they perform. Uh, you know. And you can't talk about this year's rookies without talking about Justin Jefferson, the star rookie from Minnesota Vikings, you know, that uh, receiver. He led, no, second, third in the league in receiving yards, only behind Stefan Diggs and George Kittle as rookie. And guess who's his quarterback? Kirk Cousins, you know, not a great quarterback nowadays, you know. He used to be a lot better, but not great this year. And... I don't know. He came to a team that just lost Stefan Diggs, so he is he did come on come in being the wide receiver too. But they did have a, an All Pro receiver in Adam Thieland, like who's All Pro second team this year for a receiver. But Justin Jefferson is absolutely incredible, super fun to watch, crazy funny guy. Like the gritty dance he does in the end zone is really funny. And yeah, okay, who else? Oh, oh, what's the what's the the Cowboys receiver? Hold on. Oh, C.D. Lamb. He's a great player, but also the the rookie of the year, Justin Jefferson. Wowie, Kazowie. He came out of nowhere. He almost didn't play all season until uh, what's his face? Uh, Ty Tyrod Taylor got um got injured, and so he came in shattering. I think he came in in week four. Uh, he came in thirty one touchdown passes. Uh, two hundred eighty nine point one uh passing yards per game, and it was it was absolutely incredible to watch him. The defensive rookie of the year, Chase Young, you know he came out like on that line being absolutely a beast. Like how many sacks? Seven point five sacks, and a Pro Bowl Pro Pro Bowler. He was incredible. Without him, Washington would not have been a playoff team. They would not have been a playoff team. Uh, Joe Burrow, not much to talk about. It's really devastating, his injury. He had, like, all the talent in the world to see how he recovers from that. You know, he came off this season good. Came off this season pretty well, but we didn't see too much of him. You know, Tristan Wirfs, very good player um, for a Tampa Bay's draft pick. You know, I didn't, I don't know much too much about him. Jonathan Taylor, oh, my God, top 10 running back in the league. Crazy, 741 yards, seven touchdowns for the Colts. He is, like, a top-time running back for a rookie. T. Higgins exploded. You know, he was he's a big guy, super fast, you know, like D.K. Metcalf. Uh, Claypool, of course, Winfield. Those, but these are just guys I'm going to talk about. And, you know, the guys who I think were the best rookies this year, Justin, Her- um, Justin Jefferson, Justin Herbert, Two Justins there. The, this is the order: Jefferson, Herbert, Chase Young, um, and Jonathan Taylor, and then T. Higgins. 
and then maybe uh, C.J. Lamb. I like C.J. Lamb. And yeah, though I think this draft class was absolutely stacked. Like I think they there are a lot of guys, and all the guys I named except Chase Young was the second pick, Burrow was the first pick, but everybody was and Herbert was. But everybody after that, Herbert was the eleventh pick. Everybody else were like past tenth pick. So I think like Justin Jefferson, I liked in the draft night. Like the Eagles lost him. Like. There's footage of the Vikings, like, general management. When they put, and the Eagles passed up on him, they knew exactly who they were getting and paid off for them. So, yeah, right? All right. Um, hot take section, as I, I at least love. I think everybody really likes this section. And, um, and today's hot take is that, in my opinion, I could be a little bit biased that the Nets are the most talented team ever assembled. Not maybe not the best working together, but the most talented team ever assembled. And I agree with this. Because Kyrie maybe is the top ten most talented player of all time, based on like his skill level. Like he's maybe the best handler of all time. Like with the ball. And a great shooter. His like if he won an NBA he could be in the circus. Like with his layups. Like, it's ridiculous. He just, it goes in the paint. The defender moves this way. He goes the other and gets the ball in. It's ridiculous. Harden, one of the best shooters of all time. Top five, top ten best shooter of all time. KG, the best scorer of all time. Mark my words. The best scorer will get the ball in the hoop wherever you're standing, whoever's guarding him. He'll just shoot, fight over them. Um... So yeah, it's the most talented team ever assembled, and we're not even mention mentioning my favorite player on the team, Jeff Green, TLC, Spencer Dinwiddie, and the with the injury, those not playing. We're not mentioning any of those guys, but um, the Nets are the most talented team, and if I think like the one team that would be closest in talent wise, are the seventy three nine seventy three nine Warriors. 2016 to 20, sorry, 2017 Warriors with KG, Steph, and Clay and Draymond, and Igudala, and Livingston, and all those guys. And then third place, which, like, like it's crazy to put a team like those not in the first place in any conversation. But, like, MJ, Scotty, Dennis, uh, uh, Wennington, you know, Kerr, all those guys, you know, um, so it, it, those those are the most talent-wise teams. But I feel like, like I think the Warriors team is a little bit more complete because you had five debatable all-stars on that team. But the Nets, you got the three, three top four besides Bradley Beal. Those are the three highest voters for all-star this year. It's ridiculous. Those three guys, like we're playing the Lakers tomorrow, and those five guys are all going to be all-star starters, maybe. Maybe not uh, Kyrie. But Harden will be. KD will be. I mean, sorry, five guys, uh, in case you didn't understand. I meant Harden, KD, Kyrie, AD, Anthony Davis, and LeBron, LBJ. Those five guys would be an ama- those, those five guys are the all-star team. If they were all in, this, like, all in the same league together, that would be the all-star team. It's ridiculous the amount of talent that's on the Brooklyn Nets. And it's just 
like Harden has the one thing that you know really put it over the hump against the Bulls and the and the Warriors for me is the the part of Harden we've never seen. The part of Harden nobody knew existed. The top five passer in the league, James Harden. The guy who's throwing full-court passes looking like Nikola Jokic Harden. The guy who's getting 12 assists a game Harden. He's an amazing passer. I watch every single Nets game. And if I don't watch the full thing, I'll watch the highlights for every single Nets game. And there's always amazing James Harden passes. So th- that's talent right there. So I think the Nets are the most talented team the NBA has ever seen. Yo, thank you guys so much for watching. This was a lit episode, in my opinion. You know, I, it was really fun for me to make. You know, I know it was really nice getting back. I haven't made an episode in like three or four days. Doesn't seem like that much. But I'm going to be trying to posting uh, one to two times a week. You know, probably going to have a special guest every other episode. That's what I'm going to be trying to do. First episode of the week is going to be me alone. And then the second episode in the week, I'm going to try to have a special guest. And, uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys for getting to this point in the video. Peace.